Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm really excited you're here because I have been keeping a little bit of a secret, and that is what this week's episode is all about. And before you get any ideas about what this secret is, one, it's not really a great secret. Two, you might already know it, especially if you follow me on social media. And uh, I may have also talked about it on the podcast like months ago. I don't really remember. So no, I'm not pregnant. No, I'm not getting married. No, I'm not buying a house. No, I'm not changing jobs. Like it's none of that. So uh, none of the typical 30-year-old secrets that you're like, oh, I have a big announcement. No, it's not like that at all. Um, It is about what I did this past week though. So we don't really need to spend any time recapping the past week because this is really the only thing that I would want to highlight. So I'm really excited about it. But before we jump into it, uh, I'll paint the picture for you where I'm at because I feel like that's a little bit relevant right now. So if you've been listening to this podcast at all since I moved to Florida, you know that I usually record this podcast in my closet. Uh, But I'm not doing that today for two reasons. One, I forgot to charge my laptop and there's no outlet around or in my closet. So I'm impatient and needed to not record it in my closet. And two, because um, I'm a little concerned that if I sat on the floor for an extended period of time, I wouldn't be able to get up. I am sitting on my bed in my work clothes because clearly I'm just lazy and didn't change at all. And um, I'm wearing compression, compression, that's a hard word to say, compression socks. Wow. Okay. Compression socks because my legs are sore and I'm hoping this might help a little bit. I don't know. That's what people say. (laughs) Because I ran 19.3 miles this past weekend over the course of two days. So I'm hoping this episode you will leave feeling like you can tackle anything, even if you're unprepared and even when people doubt you. So let's rewind a little bit because I think it's important. So in 2020, I ran my first half marathon in Disney, Disney Princess Weekend. If you know me, you know that I think I'm a princess. It like if ever there was a race made for me, this was the one. Um, but I ran it and I have the best time. So you run through Epcot, you run through Magic Kingdom, you get to like run through the castle and downtown or like down Main Street and in Magic Kingdom. And oh, it's just, it's so magical and so inspiring. And like everybody is in such a happy mood because like, how can you not be in a happy mood when one, you're at Disney and two, you are running in sparkles? Like, the best time. And then I swore after that one, I was like, I'm going to do it again in 2021. I don't know that I'm a runner really, but that was really fun. And I will absolutely pay to do that again. Well, obviously the universe had other plans for literally everybody. So 2021 didn't happen. And then I kind of was in like a running funk. Like I just didn't want to run 
So I really didn't, but I was still like, I want to do the Disney princess weekend again in February. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So in August I registered for the Disney princess challenge, which is 19.3 miles in two days. You run a 10 K on Saturday and a half marathon on Sunday. And I was convinced that by signing up for this, I was going to get out of my running funk. I was going to train and I was just going to be super, super, super prepared for this 19.3 mile challenge. And uh, that could not have been further from the truth. Uh, So I signed up in August, then work in Maine got really busy. So I didn't run. And then I had to pack my life up and, you know, move to Florida. So there was the month of September and until the middle of October that I was not running. Then I moved down here and I was getting acclimated and swore I was going to start running because, you know, running in Florida in October, November, and December is much warmer than running in Maine. Uh, And I mean, I ran eight miles in Maine in January training for the half marathon in 2020. So surely I was going to do it. No. And my boyfriend kept saying, when are you going to start running? You said you were going to start running. You said you were going to start training and you haven't started yet. Like what's going on? And I was like, mind your business. Like, don't worry about me. I'm going to do it. I'm absolutely going to do it. No, I'm going to tell you right now. I have not run a single solitary mile outside since probably, I don't know, July or August. Not one. Nope. Zero miles have been run outside. I mean, I work out pretty much every day. So at Orange Theory, I was running between one and a half and two miles on the treadmill when I was doing that. But two miles is the most consecutive miles that I have run since, like I said, probably July or August. So clearly not in half marathon shape. No. (laughs) And so anyway, I've kept this quiet because I was totally unprepared. I didn't know what I was walking into. And yes, the fear of failure was very, very real. And I did not want to tell people that I was doing this challenge because one, I wasn't fully convinced that I was going to do it. And two, I didn't want to have to tell people I didn't finish if I did not cross that finish line. So a few things you should know. The... Disney challenges and like any distance over 5k there, you have to complete by doing a 16 minute mile. And if you speed walk, that is pretty doable. But I kind of, I think got into my running funk a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but a little bit because I was having like knee issues and hip issues. So I was like, like if that starts to flare up, I might be in trouble. And I have no idea because I haven't run a single solitary mile outside. Like, who does this? Me. I do this. So anyway, I really didn't tell anybody or I haven't mentioned it, I should say. I think I probably told a lot of people I signed up for it when I signed up for it. But I haven't mentioned it to anybody aside from like my family, coworkers, and my boyfriend in a, like, recently, I guess. And so... Some people, and if they are listening to this episode, they know who they are, but I won't call them out by name. Some people in my life were like, you know what? You don't have to do it. Like, yeah, you signed up for it, but life gets hard and 
you haven't done anything to prepare for it. So just don't do it. Like walk away. And I was like, okay, thanks for that vote of confidence. Like I'm going to prove you wrong. And then I had other people who were like, well, just do one, like either do the 10 K or the half marathon, but don't do both. Like you don't want to put that stress on your body. And again, you don't have to do both. It's fine. Like just pick one. And I was like, "Mm, no, I signed up to do both of them. Like I want to do both of them and I want to wear two sparkly skirts and run around Disney. And I don't want to have FOMO because I'm going to see other people's photos who are there. And anyway, like there was zero chance that I wasn't going to at least attempt both runs. Like, nope, there was zero chance that was happening. So anyway, I went into the weekend and wasn't super excited, like because I hadn't trained and I was really anxious and I really didn't know what to expect. And I was worried that maybe some former injuries were going to come back. And uh, like, I don't recommend doing 19.3 miles if you haven't trained, but there were a few things that I had working in my favor. And those things were, I had done a half marathon before, so I knew my body was actually capable of completing it. And I had a lot of belief in myself that I could do it. Even if I was slow, or even if I had to take my time and just kind of pause, I was very confident in my own abilities to get this done. Even if there were people in my life who were doubting me and questioning how prepared I was. I mean, I was questioning it too, but my confidence in myself outweighed the anxiousness that I was having for lack of preparedness. And so I did the 10K. I ran the first two miles and I'm not a fast runner. I don't even know if you would call what I do running. It's like a jog, a jog. We'll call it a jog. So I jogged the first two miles and then I switched between jogging and walking for the rest of the time, the day of the 10K. And I finished and I was super excited. Like literally the only goal or goals, I should say, that I had going into this weekend were to have fun and to cross the finish line without dying. And the 10K, I succeeded that goal and I was super, super excited. So then half marathon day, I was like, all right, I felt great after the 10K. Hopefully I don't wake up in super pain because my body's not used to this and we're going to do it. So Disney races start super early because of course, like they have to kind of be wrapped up by the time the parks open. So I had to be on a bus for the half marathon at 2.30 a.m. Super fun, real fun guys, love that. Um, So I get to Epcot at about probably three and then the race starts at five, but my crowd didn't start until six. So, you know, you have a lot of time to think about what you're about to do. And running is Yes, a physical challenge, but when you're running distances, it's also a mental challenge. So I'm literally giving myself a pep talk while Run Disney is like blasting pump up music. Thank God for that, because like you cannot not feel good about yourself when you are surrounded by people dressed in sparkles and costumes and listening to Disney music or, you know, they played some Taylor Swift. Thank you for that. Um, And I'm like, all right, we're doing this half marathon. Here we go. And I think part of me was fueled by all of the excitement, 
But also part of me was fueled by, you know, I've got to prove these people in my life wrong who think that I can't do 19.3 miles in two days. And I'm also going to prove to myself that even though I am unprepared and even though I am very nervous about how this might go and there are some things that might pop up that are out of my control, for example, a running injury, I'm going to do this and I'm going to hope for the best and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to smile and I'm going to cross that finish line and I'm going to feel super, super proud of myself when that happens. And I mean, I just had to have the belief in myself because I had a whole lot of people around me doubting me. And when I say that, like, I don't think they were doubting me in a malicious way as I don't think that, you know, maybe if there's something that you want to do that you're feeling unprepared for and you're telling people and they are doubting you. I don't necessarily think that the doubt is coming from a place of malice. I think it might be coming from a place of like, again, I don't want to see you fail and I'm going to be like sad for you if you fail. And so don't do it. And what I'm, I think trying to get at here is, you know what you're capable of. Like deep down, I think people truly know what they're capable of. They just don't necessarily know how to achieve what they want to do. And so that often means going into things very, very unprepared. And I kind of joke sometimes that, you know, I always thought that adults had life figured out and like all the answers. And then I became an adult and I realized that literally everybody is winging it. And maybe you feel the same way. But if you're feeling unprepared, but you have even the teeniest bit of confidence in yourself, I'm betting that you can figure it out and I'm betting that you can talk yourself into getting something done because if you want something bad enough, you're going to do it. And if you don't want something bad enough, you're going to make excuses. So figure out what it is that you want and then figure out if you're going to do it or if you're going to let your fear of failure and your self-doubt and the doubt from others just like infiltrate you and hold you back. I don't want that to happen for you. And I don't think you want that to happen for you either. And, you know, sometimes life gets really busy and, you know, maybe it's excuses or maybe life is truly busy and we can't do exactly what it is that we want to do, but, or we can't be as prepared as what maybe we want to be. But we can still try things and we can still set out to do things that we're not prepared to do because other people have done them. Like there are people out there who had done this challenge before without training and they had completed it. Awesome. I looked to them for inspiration. I had done a half marathon before. I knew my body was capable of doing it. I inspired myself, right? I mean, there's so much that went into this that even though I wasn't prepared. I wasn't committed to the cause, to getting prepared. I was determined. And my determination is what got me through. My positive attitude and like just joy for Disney princesses got me through. Like I found inspiration from so many different places that it just completely outweighed the fact that I was 100% unprepared. And I really hope 
that if there is something in your life that you want to do, that you're feeling unprepared for, that you can look to others and you can look within yourself for inspiration because there's so much out there. And I think a lot of getting certain things accomplished also comes down to attitude. Like if you're positive and you're happy and you're just, you know, in that type of mindset, there is probably, I'm going to make up statistics here, but I'm going to guess like there's a 90% chance you're going to probably succeed at that or have a lot of hope in succeeding in that. Whereas if like you are negative and just full of doubt and letting all of those like evil (laughs) emotions and self-talk and all of that weigh you down. Like if you go into it with a negative attitude, you're probably going to have a negative experience. If you go into it with a positive attitude, even if you don't accomplish what you set out to accomplish, like with that positive attitude, like you're probably going to at least leave it feeling good and being like, well, I gave it my best effort. And you don't know what you're capable of until you try. And then once you prove to yourself what you're capable of, it's kind of like the sky is the limit for you. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you here. When I cross that finish line after the half marathon, after completing 19.3 miles, I was overwhelmed with emotion. I didn't cry because I don't really cry that often, but I was real close to crying because all of that self-doubt, all of that doubt from other people, like all of that anxiety that I was feeling, like once I crossed that finish line, I was just overwhelmed with pride. And I think that that can relate to a lot of things in life. Like you don't know how you're going to get somewhere, but once you get there, you just become overwhelmed with pride and realizing I can do this and I did this and it is an absolutely incredible feeling and I want everyone to experience that feeling. So whether it is running a race or whether it is starting a new venture, whether it be a career or a hobby or a business or anything, I want that for you. I want that feeling of overwhelm once you realize that even when you don't have all of the tools and even when you might not feel prepared, you are so, so capable of it. And I just, it's an incredible feeling. And so with that, I think I'm going to wrap up the episode because I could go on and on about how amazing like the Disney princess weekend is. And actually I I am, I'm going to go on about that for a little bit. (laughs) There are thousands of people there and everybody has a story as to why they're there. I mean, some people just love to run. I mean, they interview people as we're waiting for the race to start. And like people have, you know, made that a goal because they were diagnosed with cancer and they're finished their cancer treatments or, you know, it's something they set out to do as a goal for their 40th birthday or their 50th birthday, or, you know, they have a friend who they're supporting who really wanted to do it and they didn't want to do it alone. Like there are so many people there and everybody's there for their own reasons and everyone's there to prove something to themselves or maybe to other people. But 
everybody there is just so full of energy. And most people, yes, are dressed in sparkles or as Disney princesses um, or as Disney characters. You know, it doesn't have to be a princess. And the energy is just overwhelming. And while we were waiting, they were playing, you know, previews for different things coming out on Disney Plus and whatever. And I'm probably going to get this wrong because it was, you know, 3.30 in the morning when I saw this. But it was like, you cannot be the best version of you without other people. And it was said so much nicer. I really should have like recorded it, but like you need other people to be the best version of yourself. And I was feeding off of that energy. And even though nobody there really knew that they were, you know, helping me get prepared for what we were all about to do. Like, I just felt so supported, even though hardly anybody was like talking to me. <laughs> but anyway, the point being it like it's such an incredible weekend. The support and the energy and the positivity and the joy and the sparkles. It's just everything. And it's so fun. There are characters like every mile and you can stop and take pictures with them. I didn't because I feel like if I stopped to take pictures, I may not start running again. Um, but you get to like, like I said, run through the castle, run through Epcot. We were in through Hollywood Studios and everything about it was just incredible. So anyway, to get back to like the whole point of this episode, I am confident that if you believe in yourself, you can do absolutely anything, even when you feel unprepared, even when you have no idea where to start. So with that, I'm going to leave you with what I always leave you with. And that is, girl, I love you. I believe in you. And you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So go out there and do whatever thing it is that you want to do, that you want to accomplish. Even if you're feeling unprepared, even if you don't know where to start, even if you're full of self-doubt, even if people around you are doubting your abilities to do that thing, you know what? All it takes is a little faith, trust, and pixie dust in yourself, and you can do absolutely anything. And I cannot wait to cheer you on and meet you at that finish line when you accomplish that goal. So girl, live your best life. Do it with sparkles. Do it with joy. Do it with energy. And just be so, so proud of yourself for trying it because you are serving as an inspiration for somebody else. You are proving to yourself what you are capable of. And once you realize what you can do, absolutely nothing will be able to stop you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at love laugh Lynn's so we can connect until next time. Keep loving, laughing and letting it go.